Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negrosfilm.com to get tickets now. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to No cd.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's no cd.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That that's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Happy Hour. We have a very special guest on, none other than the man himself from Charity Season. Please welcome Aaron S. to the podcast. Woo! Where's the confetti, dude? No one really yeah. knows me. So when you say Aaron S., welcome Aaron S. to the podcast. I bet you half of Bachelor Nation is like, who dat? We're going to get to know. Well, well, yeah, I think I think after this episode, everyone knows who you are. Maybe I Maybe. I would think, and, and you have a crazy story that we're gonna, we're going to get into all that. But before we do, um, how'd you get on? You're a fireman. Live you live in San Diego? Yeah, live in San Diego. Work See, in I Oakland. Did... I've been getting grief for that lately. The guy's like, "Don't you're not representing the city." I work in Oakland. I work for the city of Oakland. Uh, oh, so wait, you're you're a, you're a firefighter in. Oakland, but you live in San Diego? Yeah. How yeah. do you make that work? It's called the super commute, baby. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a way for me to completely separate work from life and in my line of work and the mental capacity it takes to do what we do. For me, that complete separation is exactly what I needed. So San Diego is my safe place. And then when I go to work, I do my work at, at Oakland. Um, are you Are you like on one day off too? Do you have the that schedule or is it different? Yeah. So, um, every department varies. My fire department is a 4896. So we're on for two straight days, 24 hour shifts back to back. And then we get four days off, but super commuters like myself, we'll stack our shifts. Like we'll trade. So I'll work my regular two days and then work someone else's two days. And then I get eight days off consecutively. Got it. That makes that, that makes it make more sense. Uh, where are you from? I'm from the Bay Area, born and raised, okay. Fremont, California. Shout out to my Fremont friends out there. Nice. Yeah. How'd you get on charity season? How the hell? You know what? This is a crazy story, Joe. I'm so Let's happy go. I'm sharing it with you, of all Let's people. Go. Let's Grocery go. Grocery store, Joe. I mean, you're first Bachelor Hall of Famer, dude. Um, so before I got onto the Bachelorette, man, I was casted for Joe Millionaire. Okay. And yeah, they, they the, did. 
how? The, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I know they remade that show. It was a Fox revamp. They were trying to rival The Bachelor and Bachelorette from ABC, and you already got star-studded cast like yourself and Serena. I hope she's all right, man. I heard she's not doing well. Yeah, she's but, a little sick. Yeah, yeah. Talk about poop babies, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, I was casted for that show as the non-millionaire boy, and uh, girls were going to fall in love with me for who I was, and um, I was going through a pivotal time in my fire career where I wanted more out of my career. I thought I had the ability to reach out and, and help out a larger community, and Oakland was number one on my list since I was 23 years old, and I'd interviewed for them, and they gave me a job offer the day... Fox called me and said, you got the spot as the non-millionaire guy. And so I turned it down, went to Academy, uh, and lateraled over to Oakland. And I'm at the airport one day and ABC calls me and they're like, hey, are you interested in, you know, maybe coming on The Bachelorette? And I'm like, wait, this is coming out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I, I was going to say, how do they get? Not gonna lie to you, you? I, I hadn't watched this show in years. I may have yeah. watched your season and. Uh, I'm just saying that because you're right in front of me. I probably didn't watch I appreciate season, but, it. I, I, yeah. That's all you had to say. Yeah. Yeah. That was a white lie. I shouldn't have even done that. Um, <laughs> but I, I've watched tidbits, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really have any interest. I'm 34 years old. And I do, I do want to shout out to one of the Reddit people that said that I look like I'm from the Nixon era. I'm way too old for this shit. Okay. 34 years old. I get a call from ABC. They say, hey, are you interested? Of course I'm interested. But who the hell nominated me or put my name in the mix? Mm -hmm. And it was my sister and her husband who had sent in all my information. And uh, I'm one to create memories. If there's an opportunity to possibly find love, um, possibly make some lifelong friends, and possibly get to show you my personality, I'm going to do that hands down every time. And so I said, yes. And, um, you know, it was within like three or four weeks, you're living this normal life. And then you're in the middle of 30, 40 cameras. And you were able to, and there was no issues with the Oakland fire department. You were able to stay on and keep the job that you wanted and everything. Yeah. That was a whole nother mix. Cause you know, uh, being in the fire service, we have one of the only careers that's, you don't need to know us, but we've been respected for over a hundred years. We're probably the only, um, entity in the United States that can literally walk into a stranger's home and instantly you're, you're not judgmental. You know that we're there to do good. Mm -hmm. And so I had, um, I was, I was stressed out about it, man. I actually, um, talked to my captain about this cause we have an image to uphold and I, I don't know much about reality TV. I don't know anything about it actually. And so I didn't know, you know, what if they edit me this way? What if they edit me that way? And so it was a conversation I had with a captain of mine. And then it went up the ranks to uh, our fire chief at the time and then went to our legal team. And, um, you know, me going on The Bachelorette was hinged on them saying yes or no. And they said, as long as you act yourself, you know, people aren't going to hate you. There are people that hate me, but yeah, well, and I, I, mean, I would say a majority doesn't hate me, Joe. No, I don't. I don't think you uh, right now, at least you are not a hated character on this show. What, no, right now saying, I'm in a safe zone. You're good. You're good. What yeah. you're 34. Mm -hmm. Have you had any serious relationships before this show? What was dating like? Why are you single? Yeah. Um, you want the, ba we'll give you the basic answer. Yeah. yeah. Give me, give me. Yeah. Some. Um, I have worked my tail off from the time I was 13 years old up until now. Mm -hmm. 
what people don't know about me was I was a ranch kid before I became a firefighter. I had my own ranching business. I managed cattle ranches. I had two horses of my own. I taught little kids horseback riding lessons. I trained horses, had a major barbed wire fencing company. Um, and all I knew was blue collar work. You know, when my friends were out partying and, and going to high school things, I was working at the ranch till dark. I'd get my homework done on the weekdays, go straight to the ranch and work till dark. And um, uh, that, that upbringing, um, you know, brought me to the, the, the man I am today and taught me some morals and values that um, are invaluable. And, you know, as I've become to be this like 34 year old man with this bushy beard, uh, I've become picky because I've worked really hard to get to where I am. Uh, I feel like I'm financially stable. I've got a great career and I love my family. I'm super tight with them. I've got a great friend group. And, you know, the last thing I want is to bring my partner into something where they're not going to add to that. And, um, you know, that's become harder and harder as I get older is mm -hmm. to find a partner that I, that I truly think adds to my family and adds to my friend group and adds to me as much as I add to their family, their friend group and them. And so, yeah, that's why I'm single, uh, going into the bat. That's why I was single going into the bachelorette. And that's why I was single going into bachelor in paradise. Is, Got it. Cause your boy is a little picky. Got it. Okay. That's not wrong with yeah. that. I, yeah, in those long hours I used to, I used to work in the produce market. So I would start at, I'd wake up at like one thirty, two AM and work, 10, 12 hour days. So I do get that. It's hard. It's hard to have a social life when, when you have those crazy. Oh, wow. Hours. Hold on one second, Joe. Hold on. Apparently the light shut off in the bunker room. There we go. There um, we go. no, I, I, uh, actually you're, in, you're in my story are actually a little oddly similar. My, uh, I worked for my grandfather for a while. He owned a standard five and dime, like an ACE hardware. Oh, nice. And so, you know, at a young age, I would always go there on the weekends and stock shelves. So yeah. all those produce guys out there, kudos to you. You do the Lord's work. You gotta, yeah. The world's got to eat, man. World's got, world needs produce. Um, so, do. okay. So I was, I was at, it was charities after, after the Rose um, show. And I saw Braden in the hallway and he's like, hey, bro, if you ever get down, if you get down to San Diego, Aaron S and I are doing a fishing trip. You should come. And I'm like, well, I just, that, that's just not, <laughs> that's not going to align with what I have going on, but I yeah. appreciate, I appreciate the invite. Yeah. And then I, I want to say maybe like a month or two months ago, I see a clip of two bachelor guys almost drown in a fishing trip. And yeah. it's Braden and Aaron S. Yeah. What the fuck happened? We all love the good things in life, but that doesn't mean you want to or can't afford to pay top dollar for every little luxury. Then Serena and I discovered Quince. Quince is our go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. They offer a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. So you'll find 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters starting at $50. There are washable silk tops and dresses, 14-karat gold jewelry, and more. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, 
ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices with premium fabrics and finishes. I don't know about you, Serena, but I love my silk pillowcase. It's literally my favorite new item. They're so nice. I think my favorite has to be the jewelry at Quince. I have the bold wavering and I'm obsessed with it. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash bachelor for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bachelor to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bachelor. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? Try a new hobby, invest in materials or classes for a hobby you've been curious about, whether it's painting, cooking, or playing a musical instrument. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all in the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in route metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 100 25 metros results may vary not an endorsement there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine show black founders some love not just during black history month but all year long there is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand we make room for another black lead brand black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at walmart Yeah, what the fuck happened is right, man. And and would you expect none other than Brayden and Aaron S to sink a boat together? The answer is no. You clearly yeah. don't know Brayden and me well enough. Brayden and I, for those vocabulary freaks out there. But yeah, I my I've owned boats my whole life. I've been around ski boats. My family has a ski boat. Um, and my my dream since I was a kid was to own my own boat. My mm-hmm. grandfather used to take me fishing to Alaska every year. That was the path to manhood in in his eyes in our family. And, you know, for 10 straight years, I'd go to Alaska with him, Craig, Alaska, to this lodge called Kingfisher Lodge. And we'd literally fish for a week off the grid with the, with a guide who built this lodge on his property. And it was a dream of mine to own a fishing boat. And I love the ocean. If there's one thing anyone needs to know about me, I love the ocean. It's the most humbling, uh, thing nature can throw at you. Uh, and there's nothing more than I want than to either surf or be on top of the water. And so after, you know, 34 years, finally, I get the money to buy this boat. Mm-hmm. I am stoked, by the way, about buying this boat. Talking to this guy, Braden and I are going surfing in Orange County. And I'm like, you know what, Braden? I've been texting this guy on Craigslist about this boat. You want to go look at it with me? It's in Fullerton. He's like, oh, man, yeah, let's, let's go look at it. Anytime you make a stupid decision, 90% of the time that stupid decision is pushed on you by a friend, right? Or you're going to make that decision because a friend is with you. Yeah. When you're by yourself, you're probably going to walk away just like a car when you go buy a new car. Do you think, do you, think you would have walked away if Braden was like, nah, bro, I'm out. I can't do it. Hell no, I'm not putting that on Braden. Braden didn't buy this okay. boat, but he's like my hype man. So of course I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's get this boat. We yeah. see it. This thing is beautiful. 
pay for a whole inspection. Guy charges me 500 bucks, inspects the boat, sends me a 10 page report, all systems to go. Whole engine, bait tank, everything on this boat is right, perfect, ready to go. I bring it home. I start noticing little things on it that aren't working. The trailer's broken. I fix the trailer. The stabilizer flaps break. The first time I take it out, I call a mechanic. I get that fixed. And these are all little orange flags, right, that start adding up. But in your stokeness, you kind of overlook some of those orange flags. And you go, well, you know what? Like, I fixed these things. You know, now that this is fixed, then nothing else is going to break. Mind you, this boat is old. It's from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman who I bought it from had told me that he had redone it in his driveway. Fiberglass, gel coat, and stringers. Stringers are the backbone of a boat. Those are the ones that run down the spine. There's usually two of them that run down the spine of a boat, down the hole. And so, um, yeah, I. this is the crazy. If I would have brought, this is the thing that kills me. If I would have brought my dad on this boat, I would have killed him that day. And so I joke around with these guys and I say, like, this was bound to happen. This boat was going to sink at some point, and I am so thankful that I sunk it with Brayden, my buddy Gavin, who's another firefighter, Brayden's dad, and Brayden's uncle. If I would have sunk it with anyone else, anyone else on this planet, one of us would not have come home. It, okay, it was so that how, crazy. Oh, okay, so how far out are you, and how does it sink? Yeah, so this is crazy. We're 17 miles offshore which okay. you might as well take a spaceship to Pluto. You, yeah, there's no, no one out yeah. there. It's just us. And everything's going fine, man. We're having fun. We're being guys. We're peeing off the boat, jumping off the swim deck. Um, uh, in, for people that fish or don't know how to fish, when you're going for Dorado or tuna, yellowtail tuna or yellowfin tuna, you're looking for boilers in the water. So mm-hmm. we get to a certain GPS waypoint, which is 17 miles offshore. Everything's fine. And you're looking for kelp patties or a bunch of boils in the water. And so we find a kelp patty. We stop throwing, throwing bait. At this point, I realize no one on the boat knows how to fish. So now I am a charter captain. My name is Aaron S. I'm the charter guy. I'm here to make sure everyone's having a good time. So I'm baiting everyone's lines for them. We're throwing them into the kelp patties. First kelp patty's empty. We're about three hours into this journey. Three and a half hours go by. We're at the second kelp patty. Same thing. No fish. Bait everyone's line for them. We reel out the lines. I looked at the ocean report. It said the wind was going to pick up at 11. So I told the guys, next kelp patty or boiler spot that we find, like we're, we're out of here. Mm-hmm. We're going to fish it for a little bit. We're going to turn around and bounce. We were lucky. The sea was super calm that day. There was a wind swell, but the ocean's going to have swell no matter what day you're there. Um, And so the boat's off. We're drifting next to the third kelp paddy. And my buddy hooks on to a Dorado. Everyone goes to the front of the boat. My buddy lets the line go under the boat. And then the fish runs around the prop. The boat's off. It's not a big deal. Why you have an outboard motor on a boat so you can bring the prop up if you get stuck in kelp. Or if a line gets crossed, you can lift the prop up off the back of the boat, untangle line, drop the prop back down, you're good to go. Mind you this. I'm going to tell you this, but... Before I tell you this, three of the guys on that boat had stepped on the back of the swim deck while the boat was off prior to this event happening. All the guys are on the front of the boat. Gavin has his line. I tell Gavin, my buddy Gavin, I said, let your line out. Everything's fine. I'm going to lift the prop up, untangle your line. You're going to reel this fish in. Then we're going to head home. Prop comes up. Gavin lets his line out. 
all systems a go until I step on the swim deck. The moment I step on the swim deck, the boat is completely underwater in 15 seconds. Gone. We don't have time to radio. We don't have time to get our phones. We don't have time for anything. And it is so unlike me to give a safety briefing for any of the activities that I do. This mm. is that's just my nature. But I, for some weird reason, I had given them a safety briefing before they got on the boat. I showed them exactly where we were going. So some of them had texted their wives or family like, hey, we're going out to this point. I showed them where the life jackets were. Every little safety piece of that boat, where the radio was, it was on channel 16 for the Coast Guard. And luckily, Braden's dad, who won MVP of that entire experience, um, was listening to this absolutely abysmal safety briefing that I'd given the guys and remembered where the life jackets were. So he dove down and, and opened up the hatch. And really, those life jackets are what saved us because all of a sudden, you're having, let me put this into perspective. You are having the time of your life with your closest friends, sharing an experience together that none of us really get. One moment you're having that experience, and the next moment, dude, you're floating in the deep blue, 300 feet. I mean, we're, we're in you're a treading depth of three, You're treading water 17 miles from shore. Offshore, no land in sight, no boat in sight, and it's 300 feet deep. And it was the, the ocean. I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm a water dog, right? I was in swim lessons as a kid, champion breaststroke artist here, um, surf all the time. But the deep, deep ocean wants you underneath. So it pulls you in a way that I've never been pulled before. So just getting your life jacket on with all your cl- – like, well, let's start this over. Boat sinks. No. Life jackets get thrown out the boat. Yeah. Braden's tangled in fishing line. His – the fishing line's pulling him under with the boat. His dad runs, swims over to him, cuts the line off of Brayden. Brayden comes back up. We all strip our clothes off to our chonies, except for me. I kept my Viore sweats on because they're hella expensive. And we put our life jackets on. But in that time, man, any time that you weren't on, in a life jacket, it just felt like the water was sucking you underneath. Yeah. And um, what a helpless feeling, right? All right. And all right. So- so you guys have your life. Let's get to the point. You guys have your life jackets on. What's the conversation? Like what? Cause yeah. What's the conversation? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fight or flight. That, that yeah. boat had two firefighters on it. Braden was military. Dad was military. Uncle is a dispatcher for fire authority in orange County. Right. Okay. So all of us come from a first responder background. Is everybody in physical, like physical shape? I wouldn't say great physical shape, but you know, when you, when I say we were in the water for three and a half hours, it becomes a mind game. Yeah. And he, he who wins will last. And, uh, if there's anything that you need to know about situations like that is, is fear is cancer. And so the moment fear is spread, you know, that's when bad decisions are made. So to be honest with you, man, it was Floating out there was scary, but the moment we all accepted that it might be the end for all of us, it was such a light tone. There were jokes being said. There was some laughter. We nicknamed the white cooler that we all held on to Wilson from Castaway. Um, and, you know, why die scared when you could die with your closest friends happy and laughing? You know, but I'll tell you one thing, man. I, I have huge guilt from the experience right because 
you invite me to go do something that I'm not used to, I'm going to put my life on the fact that you know what you're doing and you're going to keep me safe, right? Where I brought four of my friends, closest friends, onto the boat with me and it sinks and puts their lives in jeopardy. And so um, I got a lot of guilt because of it. That will never leave. Um, that is, that's something that I'll always carry with me, but um, I still got them, you know, that's, that's good. That, 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 that's so scary. <laughs> that's just a crazy, crazy, scary story. How, so how did you get saved? You're out there for how long? Three and a half hours treading water? Mm-hmm. First hour and a half, it was shock, right? I, yeah. I, on a, you, we always have these bad dreams. We wake up for them, right? You're sleeping. All of a sudden you feel a thud in your chest, right? And you wake up before the plane crashes or you fall off a building. Before you hit the ground, you, you always feel this thud in your chest and you wake up. And so the whole time, for an hour and a half, I am believing that this is a shit dream. Like this has got to be a bad, bad dream. And I'm just not waking up for some reason. And then I started dealing with some real ass shit. Like I started shivering bad, bad, yeah. bad. And then I started cramping up because all I had was coffee in the morning. And then I knew at that point, hour and a half into it, my time card got punched. And uh, that's when that's when the realization of things being real really hit me. And, you know, we we were all really in a survival mode for three and a half hours. And it was anything and everything we could do to stay warm. We all linked arms. The water was 68 degrees, 69 degrees. Doesn't sound cold to you. No, it's people cold. listening to that. But, you know, our, what do our bodies run at, Joe? Like 97, yeah. 97 something or 98? Yeah. That cold water sucking the heat right out of your body. And um, so we're linking arms to stay warm and staying close to stay warm. And, you know, it, it was only until a boat magically appeared at a kelp paddy a mile away where my boat initially sank. They fished that same kelp paddy and came up empty. And one of the guys on that boat had binoculars and saw something shining in the water. And it, we, all we think is it was either the cooler or a belt because we strapped belts to this cooler so people could link their arms in there. And um, he had mentioned to the guy driving the boat, like, hey, this is weird. There's something in the water. Like, let's go check this out. And so if he w they were going to turn around and go home. If they would have turned around and went home, you and I, we're not having this, this fun conversation, right? But the fact that they drove to what they thought was a debris, like a debris field in the water is the only reason I am right here. That's the only reason. Three and a half hours, man. I maybe had two hours left before, you know, something like wow. health-wise happened or, God forbid, the man in the gray suit. There are some massive gray white sharks out there. Huge. For, like submarines out there that could just wow. swallow you whole. So there's so much going through your head when you're out there. Um, but I, I always remember getting in that boat and just feeling this immense feeling of of gratitude and thankfulness and uh it it definitely changed my perspective on life I'll, I'll yeah i was gonna that. say it did oh completely i mean we we joke around like what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you i mean has anyone a majority of people in this world have not had a true life or death scenario right yeah and um i've been unfortunate enough to have that at work but not to this magnitude at work I can get out of situations that are life or death through training, right? I rely on my training and maybe the guys behind me on my crew. 
But when you're in a situation like that, helpless with no help coming, no cell phones, no radio, no nothing, it, it's a whole new mindset. It's a yeah. whole new mindset. And so that definitely reset some of the things that I'm going to do going forward um, and reset some of the things that I do uh, when it comes to, you know, family and friends. We overlook a lot of things. We take things for granted. Life is is really just an uh, unstable deck of cards that we expect to be upright every time we wake up. When one of those cards falls, you know, your entire stack could fall. And we take that for granted all the time. So, like, just the little things, Joe, like waking up in the morning and sitting on my porch and watching the sun come up. I take that shit for granted. Why? Because the sun comes up every damn morning. Yeah. You know, but what if, what if one, one day it's going to happen to us, right? Life is life is life. We both know that you get at some point your time card is going to get punched. Right. And up until that point, you take all this stuff for granted. And it's only until you have this crazy scare that you start, you know, really, truly appreciating the little things, man, just the heat in the sand or the waves crashing or it's just, it's wild. I've been doing this podcast for, for a long time. That, that is the craziest story I've ever heard. That's, 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 that's insane. I can't imagine. Well, um, I'm really happy you guys are alive. That's fucking nuts. Um, yeah. You, you and Brayden have to, like, you guys are now bonded for, for life, I would think. Joe, Brayden and I were bonded before this shit even happened. We became best friends right off the Bachelorette. The, the yeah. day he came home, we became brothers. And, um, yeah, I mean, if anything, this is another one of those, those pages in, you know, our book of friendship that binds our book even tighter than it already is. Yeah. This is, you know, the one thing I'm thankful for is I didn't really know Brayden's family that well. And I can tell you right now, now after this event, I am his uncle's nephew, bro. Like I was just at, I was just at a winery with his aunt and his mom and I'm, they literally call me their adopted son. So You know, there's, there's always a silver lining to something that's, that's kind of dark and scary. You just got to let that door open for you. Walk yeah. right in, see what happens, Jesus. man. This yeah. is, I was not <laughs> expecting this is, this was intense. I thought that I, I, when I, when I watched this clip, I was like, that's insane. But like really hearing it from your perspective and from the person that was there, it's just, that's Wow. Wow. Like, let me ask uh, you this, dude. Let me ask you this. And I know you're the question asker, but give me, give me at least one. Yeah. Have you, have you ever in your life accepted death? Probably like, I mean, I accepted the fact that I'm eventually going to die, but have I ever had, no, probably no. I would say no. And I'm trying to walk you through my emotions on, you know, that time period where we were in the water. Because at that time, two and a half hours in with nothing in sight and no phone, no no way to reach anybody, no land. I mean, literally, we're bobbing up and down these waves. Yeah. Life, like just fucking lifeless, dude. Just waiting for the inevitable, right? Is if you, let me ask you this. If you died today, if you accepted death and you died today at your age, would there be any regret, any regret whatsoever? Like I could have done more up until this point, or I have so much more to give. I have so much more to do. I have so much more for the world to see. 
And I'm asking yeah, you yeah. this. I, yeah, I would say, I would say, I would say yes. I would say, I would say yes to that. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of things I I I, I could be better at. So should probably work on those before I'm floating in the middle of the ocean. Well, Big Joe, what I'm trying <laughs> to say is, is life is one crazy book, right? And yeah. I get I'm fortunate or not fortunate enough to see a lot of death in my career. Yeah. And the one thing that always gets me, man, and makes me feel super sad is when someone's on their deathbed and I'm right there next to them and they have regrets on what they could have or should have done in their lives. And so if this story can show, tell you anything, we're lucky to be alive. We are. But any opportunity that you take to push yourself um, to learn something new or if there's a certain thing that you haven't tried, you want to try, try it because you never know when your book closes on you. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you with lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports. These silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothing or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the invisible lift minimizer bra unbelievable and unforgettable there's more to explore when it comes to body by victoria i've been wearing a few pieces from the body by victoria collection and i can honestly say they are all super comfortable and fit very well underneath clothing i love wearing them available in cups a through g and bands 30 to 44 that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? Try a new hobby, invest in materials or classes for a hobby you've been curious about, whether it's painting, cooking, or playing a musical instrument. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all in the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in route metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 100 25 metros results may vary not an endorsement there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine show black founders some love not just during black history month but all year long there is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand we make room for another black lead brand black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at walmart yeah no, I think that's 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 great advice. Um, that's my TED talk, Joe. Yeah, no, it's, but it's great. That's, that's I'm, my I'm, TED talk. This, yeah, this, this is this is really. Uh, I'm. This is the. This was really good. 
at least some sort of great, I mean, insane. Uh, I'm not even speaking right now. I'm not even making words. Um, no, you, I mean, you're not even crying. What are, <laughs> yeah. what are, what are, what are you doing over there? Hold on, I gotta move your this light. light. You, you, you can't figure out your fucking light. Jeez. I, I told you, I'm, in a dam- I'm trying to impress the audience here. I'm in a really nice speakeasy um, bunker to make me look uh, like something I'm not. Okay, all right. We have to... Um, we have to jump to paradise real quick. Uh, before we do, I want to ask a real quick question. Answer it as, as quick as you could. The guy that inspect the inspector who inspected the boat, is he to blame it all for any of this? No. I'm, okay. I, I don't like hold, I just didn't know if I don't it was like over any no, 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 no. This is all a bunch of orange flags. Freak in a freak accident. That, freak accident. Yeah. Okay. No one's at fault for anything, man. It it, it we're lucky to be alive. Yeah, I just I don't know like boat lingo and I'm not really, you know, so I'm just curious when you're not a Joe, you're not a boatologist. No, I'm not a boatologist. Never have. No, never never will be. And after the story, I I will never go on a fishing trip. Um, (laughs) I'm glad I live in a city. All right. Uh, Let's jump to paradise a little bit. Um, First thing I want to talk about is. The most, I think the most we've seen of Aaron S up until this episode has really been the little bit of beef that we saw with you and Pete and we all saw the FP thing and that was weird and now we kind of see why you guys don't really like each other at the mental all because we saw it at the mental all. So I don't know, could you just dive into that? Yeah, there's, I have a a rule, there's a, there's a rule that I go by. It's the three rule. There's three things that if you cross me, I'm going to put you in the ground. You cross my family, you cross my friends, or you cross me. And family is, you know, the girl I'm dating to. I, I consider them family. Um, and Pete had straight up crossed me at the beach. And I, whether you like me or not, I am very blunt. I will not hide from my emotions. I will tell you like it is. And uh, words were exchanged. And he said what he said about me to Sam. And uh, I don't stand for that kind of shit. If you have something to say, say for my face. And so we had a little bit of a heated exchange. And I don't really know if he's ever had someone talk to him like that. Um, and obviously that boiled over in the men tell all because no one really knew, knew what had happened on the beach up until that point, right? So now that everyone's seen it, um, I think people are starting to understand why there's beef between Peter and I. Um, but I'll tell you this, like now, uh, you know, Peter and I don't have any beef. Like we've squashed it. Um, forgive and forget, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we had talked about it, talked about why I had said the things that I would said. And, um, yeah, I, I got no bad blood for him. I'm not going to hang out with him on my days off, but... I'm, I'm not, not going to shake his hand and give him a hug when I see him and ask him how he's doing. Well, that's good. And that's, I'd like that you guys are, are cool now. And that so far, that was one of the most genuine scenes I've seen on paradise yet, because it was, a, it was an off the cuff moment. And I could just tell you were like, I don't care. This is who I am. We're going to have this conversation right now. Yeah, I mean, Sam, Sam and I on the beach so far have one of the strongest connections, and it's just not hasn't been filmed or, or, or yeah, been showed. Yeah, let's talk about that because we're really we're really not seeing you guys. So, and this is the most we've seen is all the poop baby shit. But 
Yeah. Um, yeah. How, like, what's going on there? I mean, I'll tell you this, dude. Like, there's literally no drama. And yeah. I, I'm, my partner in life, whether it's on reality TV, on Paradise, and mind you, I didn't know how Paradise worked until maybe two or three weeks before when I watched the season prior. And I went, holy shit show. Like, yeah. this is insane. And as a, a partner, as a man, I want my partner to feel safe. And by feeling safe, I want to make my intentions very prevalent for that person so they don't have any anxiety leading up to anything. Um, you know, day one, Sam is probably the most ripped girl on that beach. Uh, her and I both come from San Diego. We share well, from a lot not, of from, from, from not being able to go to the bathroom for 10 days or whatever it is, she's, she's got a six-pack. She's not even bloated like yeah, a little bit. It's insane. She is... I can't say enough great things about Sam. She is such an amazing woman. She's beautiful. Um, she's so driven and talented. Um, and we we instantly hit it off day one. And I wasn't expecting that. I, I came on the beach with thinking that I wanted to explore my cowboy days with Brooklyn. And in walked Sam. And uh, her and I really, really bonded. And it was just this really easygoing free-flowing conversation from the moment she walked onto that beach uh, until now. So, um, you know, we we had talked and I said, hey, like, I don't want you... She left day one of Clayton's season, right? Night one? Yeah. I just wanted her experience on Bachelor in Paradise to be different. Like, let's get to know each other. Let's have fun. We have an entire month here to get to know one another before we both go back to San Diego. Let's build this solid like foundation together. We worked out every morning and you know, um, things are going great right now. You know, do you, do you think, do you think if she lived, let's say she lived in New York, do you think you, there would have been more pressure for you to speed things up? No, just because I think the ease of access of the accessibility of travel is so readily there at your fingertips that I'm, I feel like that brings out more of an anxious attachment style to where you okay. want something now. Uh, I truly believe some of the best things are ones that you have to work for and take your time in. Um, but paradise is a unique place. You have no outside, you know this, right? I mean, there's yeah. no outside influences. Uh, your, your match or your, your, your connection is, is there for just you and to get to know just you until the next guy or girl arrives, right? And maybe there's some beef. But um, it's it's an atmosphere that you're never going to get ever again, right? Unless you go back to paradise. Are you guys at this point, from what we've seen, are you guys exclusive if if anyone else walks down? Have you guys had that conversation? Yeah. And I we, we showed Hannah uh, coming down to the beach and she had pulled Braden and I and um, she'd asked me point blank, are you happy? Like, are you, are you up for a date? And I just straight up told her like, I'm, I'm right now. I'm stoked with Sam. Yeah. And, um, the answer is no, like I'm probably would say no to a date at this point. Um, yeah. I mean, it would do, it would, it would do us an injustice by only knowing her for three or four days to go on another date when we've had like a foundation built that no one really saw yet. I'm with you, but there's a lot of people that, 
and I, I, I personally think that's, that's the right way to do paradise. If, if you do feel something with someone, but a lot of people don't, um, follow that playbook, um, as we see, are you, so Sam, she hasn't, she hasn't been able to go to the bathroom for 10 days, but all, you know, and, and there's some lightheartedness and some jokes about it, but in all seriousness, she may have to go home. And that's pretty much what she's telling you. What's going through your mind? You know, she goes home. Are you going home? If she goes home, women have the roses. What happens? Like what? Yeah. In my mind, you know, the first thing that came up was the dad joke. Like what a shit situation, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, after Sam had mentioned she may be going home. I thought, you know, I, there's no one else on this beach that I can't fake shit, dude. If all right, well, let's, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you right there because we just don't know. Let's, we have to wait and see how this all. Yeah. Let's just wait and see how this just winds up. Just, just from that, let's, let's wait because I actually, I don't know. And I, and I, and I do really want to know. And if you keep talking, I'll probably be able to figure it out. Did, did any of you guys, cause when the guy, so the guys have the roses first week, so mm-hmm. you have the power, right? To do any, guys, Joe, do you guys really have power in this world? The answer is fucking no. Women do, run this shit. So do, yeah, we had the opportunity to give the girls a chance to break our hearts. Yes, you're right. Do any of you guys have a conversation? Uh, do, do you guys have the conversation? Like, are are any of you worried that maybe any of these girls are just, trying to get a rose that first week. Is that something you're cautious of or you're just not even like playing that game? I, dude, I, at this point I got my blinders on, right? Cause I, yeah. I think I found love. So, um, no, I, I didn't expect that at, at least. Um, but then again, you only have a certain amount of days to try to get to know everyone. And I don't really know everyone's true full intentions. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I didn't really think there's any tomfoolery going on. But come to find out there was. Okay. All right. We're going to play, we're going to play a lighthearted game. Who, uh, real quick, who are right now on the beach, just cause I want to know who are your guys? Like who, who are your guys on the beach that you're the closest with? Yeah. Who do you, who, uh, I mean, let's I'm going to say Braden, obviously, obviously Braden's Braden's my dude. What Joe? Here we go. Here we go. Joe, these damn lights. You know, I'm trying to be cool. I would say, so Braden, Braden is my number one. Sean's my guy. Um, I like Sean. Sean's funny. And Blake, you know what? Blake is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. He's he reminds me of a of a of Wells, but in a mime form. Like he just doesn't talk. You know, yeah, if you need, if you're stressed out, you just lay next to him. He won't say a word to you, but you just lay next to him, and you feel comforted for some weird reason. He's always doing. Uh... A safari or or his wildlife uh you guys <laughs> modern day up, steve irwin you guys will end up being all on a trip together i i could see that um that all right let's all... jump in let's play this uh let's play this game real quick and then i'll let you go all right all right um rapid fire first thing that comes to your head none of it matters anyway so let's get it are you more of an introvert or extrovert extrovert what would be your go-to paradise cocktail Skinny margarita. What is the first thing you buy if you won the lottery? A house or... Damn. That was the first thing that came to mind. That's a hard question, dude. I would make sure my entire circle of friends and family 
had all their houses paid for. What is your go-to pump-up song? Oof. Lil Wayne, Steady Mobbin'. What is one item on your bucket list? Bull riding. I'm doing that Thursday with Braden. Do you have you and Braden need to stop doing activities? You guys make <laughs> no, me nervous. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> do you have any de- <laughs> do you have any dating deal breakers? Uh, yeah, multiple cats, '90s choker chains, and you're not in therapy. What is your love language? Love language, man. I am um, quality time. What is the first concert you ever attended? Oh, there's Jesus. Uh, it would be Toby Keith at Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View. What is your favorite dessert? Frozen yogurt. What is the what is an important item to pack for paradise? Wow. <sighs> Flip flops. That sand is hot as hell. It is. What is one word to describe the rest of the season of paradise? I mean, come on, dude. You just handed that to me on a silver platter. Bananas. All right. You know what? You had me at frozen yogurt, Aaron, because I also love frozen yogurt. Um, Thank you so much for doing this podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, Thank you to everyone for tuning in. And remember, all new episodes of Bachelor in Paradise air every Thursday on ABC at 9, 8 Central following The Golden Bachelor. Or you can stream stream them both the next day on Hulu. And make sure to tune in to new episodes of Bachelor Happy Hour every week. We're going to have some great guests on. We have all kinds of exclusive interviews. You don't want to miss them. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you, everyone. Aaron, thank you. Um, and we'll see everyone next time. Thanks, Joe. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi-bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. 
There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 